First reading from 2 Timothy chapter 4. For I am already being poured out as a drink offering, and the time of my departure has come. I have fought the good fight, I have finished the race, I have kept the faith. Henceforth there is laid up for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will award to me on that day, and not only to me, but also to all who have loved his appearing. At my first defense, no one came to stand by me, but all deserted me. May it not be charged against them. But the Lord stood by me and strengthened me, so that through me the message might be fully proclaimed, and all the Gentiles might hear it. So I was rescued from the lion's mouth. The Lord will rescue me from every evil deed and bring me safely into his heavenly kingdom. To him be the glory forever and ever. Amen. Please rise. The Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, the 18th chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus also told this parable to some who trusted in themselves that they were righteous and treated others with contempt. Two men went into the temple to pray, one a Pharisee, the other a tax collector. The Pharisee, standing by himself, prayed thus, God, I thank you that I'm not like other men, extortioners, unjust, adulterers, or even like this tax collector. I fast twice a week and I give tithes of all that I get. But the tax collector, standing far off, would not even lift his eyes to heaven, but beat his breast, saying, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. I tell you, this man went down to his house justified rather than the other. For everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, and the one who humbles himself will be exalted. Now they were bringing even infants to him that he might touch them. And when the disciples saw it, they rebuked them. But Jesus called them to him, saying, Let the little children come to me, and do not hinder them, for to such belongs the kingdom of God. Truly I say to you, whoever does not receive the kingdom of God like a child shall not enter it. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Peace to you and peace from God our Father and our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Our text is from the first reading, 2 Timothy chapter 4. Here again these words. I have fought the good fight, I have finished the race, I have kept the faith. Now there is in store for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will award to me on that day, and not only to me, but also to all who have longed for his appearing. St. Paul is writing here to his young friend Timothy. Paul is at the end of his life's journey, and he compares his life to a race. Maybe you know what it's like to win a race. You start out warming up and stretching and getting ready for the race. Then you start running. And as you run, you kind of fall into a rhythm, into a groove. And then, then comes the big hill. And it hurts. But you press on. At times, you get to coast downhill. At other times, you wonder if you're really going to make it but then there's the finish line, and you press on and keep going until you finish. 
St. Paul compares his life to that kind of race. At the start of the race, Paul was born in Tarsus, but he was brought up in Jerusalem. He was a Jew, but he also held Roman citizenship, probably as a reward to his father or even grandfather for some special service to the Romans. He studied under the rabbi Gamaliel, who was the leading Jewish scholar of the day. He learned the law well and the traditions of the elders. And he considered himself, like that Pharisee in the Gospel reading, to be a righteous man. He became a persecutor of Christians. He was a leader at the stoning of Stephen, the first Christian martyr. He delivered to prison men and women who were early followers of Jesus. And he received authority from the high priest to travel to Damascus for the purpose of seeking out those early Christians and arresting them and bringing them back to Jerusalem for trial and even death. Then Paul's life changed. On the road to Damascus, he was struck down by a bright light. And the Lord Jesus appeared to him and said, Why are you persecuting me? And from that, Paul believed in Jesus. And he went from being a persecutor of Christians to being a great missionary. He traveled the world of his day, spreading the word of God. He knew the law well, and now he understood that the law did not justify, but that the law showed his sin even as it shows the sins of you and me and all people. And it shows that we are deserving of God's punishment. But he also knew the gospel, the good news, that God sent his son Jesus into the world and into our lives to suffer and die on the cross to pay for our sins. And with his payment, God shows his love and mercy and forgives our sins. To us, to Paul, to everyone who believes in Jesus as their Lord and Savior. And now Paul speaks to his young friend Timothy. He calls him his child, not by birth, but by faith. Paul is teaching and preparing Timothy to take over the ministry. It's kind of like a seminary student doing field work, preparing to be a pastor. So Paul writes what the letters that we call First and Second Timothy to give instruction and encouragement to his young protege, Timothy. And the key to all that Paul is teaching is the Word of God. We heard last week about the assaults on the Word of God, both in Paul's time and in our day and the importance of us reading and studying and teaching the Word of God in its truth and purity. For it is the inspired Word from God. Now Paul knows that the race is coming near an end, that his time is coming to an end. And now he knows he has fought the good fight. He has finished the race. He has kept the faith. 
And now what awaits him is the crown of righteousness, eternal life with God in heaven. Not because, as he thought in his early days, he was especially a good person, but as he later learned, he was not good enough, as none of us are good enough, but the crown of righteousness would be his by his faith in Jesus. Jesus, the righteous judge, who will award it as a gift to all who have loved and believed in him. As Paul is about to cross the finish line to finish his earthly life, he does so with great expectation and joy and with a deep desire that Timothy and all who would come after him would finish their race and receive also the crown of righteousness. So, how's your race going? You started strong. You've heard the word of God. The Holy Spirit created faith in your heart. You came to or were brought to the waters of holy baptism where you became a child of God, a member of his family. As you continue your race, have you hit some hills? Have you hit some difficult spots? Has your faith been challenged from time to time? Have you coasted for a while? Not really trying too hard to to live or to share your faith. Being less than faithful in your reading and studying of God's word or attending worship. At those times, we need to keep the finish line in front of us. The promise of the finish line is what keeps us going. It's God who gives us his strength and his help in those difficult times, in those hills that we are climbing. And it's worship and God's word and the Lord's Supper that gives us endurance for the race and the assurance of the forgiveness of all of our sins assures us also that we will cross the finish line and therefore receive the crown of righteousness, eternal life. Amen. May the peace of God, which goes beyond all understanding, keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.